Hey, DJs, it is Thursday, February 1st. Jerry Jones fired a warning shot at Mike McCarthy, and the Seahawks hired a Doobie brother. I'm Mad Max. Joining me, the one and only six, Panther. Panther, we and many others speculated that Jerry Jones might consider tossing Mike McCarthy aside for Bill Belichick. Didn't happen, but uh, it still could. In an interview... Quote, there's no doubt in my mind we could work together. None, said one Jerry Jones of Bill Belichick. Now, in the interview, he kind of praised McCarthy as well. And again, it was a reporter asking him a question. He wasn't doing this unprompted. But still, kind of seems like a passive-aggressive warning at McCarthy, right? Like, do your fucking job this year or look who's waiting right behind you. You know, there's a lot of things we can say about Jerry Jones, and a lot of them are negative. But I think one thing about him that I do like is I, I, he he wears it on a sleeve. He says what he thinks, and he gives zero fucks, right? You ask him a question, he answers the question. And if it's not the politically correct answer, so be it. I don't know that he necessarily threw McCarthy under the bus. He just answered the question. Yeah, I I could work with Belichick, no, no doubt in my mind. But McCarthy's my coach. He's had this record over the first four years. He's been this successful. He just can't get over the hump. And, you know, he's earned the right to try and get to that next stage. Now, he is in the final year of his five-year contract without an extension. So maybe it can be viewed as a warning shot. But, um yeah, I, I think I read it more as Jerry saying, no, if Belichick was here, no problem at all. I can work with the guy. I didn't take it as if McCarthy doesn't get his head out of his ass, Belichick's the guy here in 2024 or 2025, I guess. It just seems to me like Jerry Jones just sometimes doesn't have common sense about how Thank to navigate you, yeah you know like how he na- how to navigate around a question like he's got a, he's a little he's got a little donald trump in him right you, you know like i yes a lot in fact i think they could be separated at birth these two fucking guys <laughs> really, <laughs> honestly um but yeah I, I think uh i think he just he loses common sense at times or or you know uh, emotional intelligence or something like that like i Mc, you know, McCarthy comes off as this big, burly, kind of tough guy, but he's not, right? You can look in those eyes and, like, he's he's kind of a, I don't know, a sensitive dude, right? Like, he probably, you know, he probably draws confidence from, you know, when, when daddy is, is happy, you know? And uh, and he let daddy down this year, and I'm sure he's, he's beating himself up over it. I'm sure that, like, there's a lot of self-doubt in his head in his career, and... Here's the fucking thing about Mike McCarthy. I mean, I, I shit on him often. He's got a fucking Super Bowl ring. Not a lot of coaches can say that. Like, in this league right now, coaches with jobs that have Super Bowl rings, like, as head coaches, 
Uh, very few, right? Well, I mean, very few head coaches coaching today in the NFL. Let's see. There's uh, Pittsburgh. There's Baltimore. There's Kansas City. There's Los Angeles. And I mean, Doug Peterson, right? That's five right there. There's not a lot is what I'm saying. So Mike McCarthy and and Mike McCarthy, of course, almost excluded him, is part of this collective of head coaches that have Super Bowl rings. And yet his career is pretty much underwhelming, you know? I think that's probably, you know, I always throw back to the NBA, right? Because there's a lot of underwhelming careers because of somebody else's great success. You know, Carl Malone had great career. Charles Barkley had a great career. But there was this fucking Michael Jordan thing that kind of got in the way. Same thing with, with the NFL. I mean, yes, he had Aaron Rodgers. We shit on Aaron Rodgers for underperforming, right? But Tom Brady and Peyton Manning were in the fucking way. You, you had to beat two of the all-time greats. And, I, you know, a lot of times they didn't even get there. I, I think what they got to... He won one Super Bowl and lost one, maybe even lost two. Um, but or I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers. It, it's a, it's a hard thing to do. And when there's guys out there, coaches or quarterbacks that are dominant, and we're seeing it right now with Patrick Mahomes. You know, five Super Bowls in six years. Are you kidding me? Like that's this just astronomically good. I don't. It, it it's. It's fair, but it's not fair. He's had a lot of success, but he's only got one Super Bowl to show for it. I, I did I did run down it. Seven. I, I totally forgot the asshole in Denver has one. You know, he, he won one with uh, Drew Brees over there in New Orleans. Um, Bounty Gate and all. Uh, yeah, so seven. Seven head coaches currently in the league that have Super Bowl rings. Mike McCarthy's one of them, but yeah, listen, I think you're right. You know, um, it's it's not going to be about the success because we can talk about these, uh, and I I guess Peyton will will kind of see what his legacy holds. I mean, I think if he would have fucking just went out with with New Orleans, I think we would have said even with one Super Bowl career success, uh, Sean McVay, right? If he bowed out now, it's like, holy shit, one of the greatest coaches of all time, <laughs> you know. Um, Andy Reid looks like, I mean, Andy Reid is, is a fucking juggernaut at this point in time. Uh, I, I mean, Har- Harbaugh's got one, but we still think, you know, oh, man, great coach. Uh, Mike Tomlin, he's only got the one, right? He's, yeah, he's got he's just got the one because the, the other one was before him. Um, so, I mean, these guys only have the, but you look at them more in reverence than you do at Mike McCarthy. So, I don't know. Listen, I think Jones, I think you're right. I think Jones was just complimenting Bill. Didn't mean to slight McCarthy, but he slighted McCarthy. He didn't mean to, but he did it. So there you go. Anyway, moving on to the next story. The um, Seattle Seahawks have hired their man. I don't know if you got the reference when I did the opening, but they they hired Mike McDonald as their head coach. Not the singer but the Ravens defensive coordinator. So they went defense, Sex Panther. Um, 
which means this guy had an offensive coordinator and the offensive coordinator behind him set up because that seems to be uh, what I've read that you need to do as a defensive guy is you have to come in with a plan of who's your offensive coordinator on day one and then who your next offensive coordinator will be once that offensive coordinator gets poached. So defensive guy hired in Seattle, Ravens defensive guy. So, I mean, not fucking bad, but did that surprise you? Yeah, it wasn't a name that, that I've heard um, talked about much. But when you actually think about it, it kind of makes sense. Okay, so they've got an offensive-minded coordinator, obviously. They bring in a defensive guy with you know, a pretty good track record with the Ravens. But the other thing is, being with the Ravens, he's been around an athletic mobile quarterback. Very likely, it, okay, A, Geno Smith is an athletic mobile quarterback, but if he's not going to be the guy, they're going to draft somebody like that, Lamar-esque, Geno-esque, that's going to be mobile and be able to throw it down the field. So I think it does make sense. That's one of the things that I always focus on when you're looking at a coach taking over a new team, a new team that's going to be drafting a new quarterback, is they, there's kind of that marriage, right? Now, the one thing that did shock me is they gave him a six-year contract i mean those are guaranteed right they don't there's no out clauses unless you go out and murder somebody Uh, he's getting paid for six years so he's either got a long leash or guaranteed money um but they gave him six years he's a young guy uh, i think 37 years old he's younger than you max um so they're trusting this franchise with mcdonald um, to be singing Yamo be there for the <laughs> next six years. I got the reference. Um, but I I get it. I don't know that I like it because it's not a, a splash hire, but they don't all have to be splash hires. I mean, this he could very well do the job and, and do it as well or better than Pete Carroll. Do you think D'Amico Ryan was a splash hire last year? I knew the name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I knew, and I knew the pedigree. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, I mean, listen, if you've been listening to this show for a, a while, Max and I, it's not a whole lot of love for John Harbaugh. I mean, he's had a lot of great success, but when you're in a close game, a tight game and decision-making and timeouts and going for it, uh, on short yardage or fourth down, uh, I I hope he didn't learn a lot of that stuff from John. Yeah, I mean, uh, game management's not a strength for Mr. Harbaugh. Um, hopefully, uh, Mr. McDonald has has le- learned his lessons. You know, uh, you know, I've I've been in the corporate world now for 20 years right i've been working in a um, corporate environment for 20 years and i've worked with my fair share of ceos right you know i've 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 sat with ceos and other vice presidents and you know i'm in the position i'm at today because i learned a lot from these people i also learned a lot what not to do you know so you're sitting there with these people and you're like don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And I could see maybe Mike McDonald's the same way. He's looking at Harbaugh. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. 
<laughs> so maybe he learns. But yeah, one job left. Washington, the last job open. Who's getting it? Who's getting the job in Washington? I mean, uh, Ben Johnson's out. Uh, Bill Belichick hasn't even talked to Washington at all. I, I'm, I'm at a loss of who. I mean, I can think of one crazy off the wall name. Don't laugh. Does Nick Saban take the job in Washington? No, I've got one name, and I'm kind of surprised it hasn't happened yet because I really haven't heard who's been going through the door. But the, the speculation was last year when Biennemi went to Washington, he was the coach in waiting. He's got experience with Patrick Mahomes, a mobile quarterback. They're going to draft a quarterback. Now, unless they don't trust him or he's, you know, a few fries short of a Happy Meal, I, my gut is Biennemi's the guy. I just don't know what's going on if they've even interviewed him for that position. They did. They interviewed him. So he has been interviewed for the commander's head coaching vacancy. And I'm assuming it probably went like his previous head coaching uh, experiences when he interviewed. Not well. Because now the rumor is the New England Patriots have talked to him about their offensive coordinator position. So it seems like Eric Bieniemy. um might not be getting the head coaching job there either. So I don't know. Um, I'm trying to see like who else the commanders have interviewed. Washington commanders head coach. Let's see. Let's see who they've interviewed so far. Um, So Ben Johnson said no, of course. Uh, Mike Vrabel still out there. I mean, if if that's like a last resort, that's a great – I mean, to have Mike Rabel fall in your lap, that would be a – Washington will find a way to fuck it up. But if I'm Mike Rabel, I don't want to go there, honestly. I, I, Washington's not great, but I don't see them going anywhere real soon. All right. Um, Bobby Slowick saying he's staying with the Texans. That's the offensive coordinator there. So he, he just he signed a new contract. Um, the Seahawks were talking to him as well. So he's not taking the job in Washington. And Mike McDonald was another one that they were interested in off the table now. Could be Vrabel. It could be Vrabel. I told, man, I totally forgot about him. That's sad. <laughs> it's sad that I forgot about Mike Vrabel. Great head coach. You know, very good head coach. But I totally forgot about him. All right. Let's take a quick break after that. Just NBA today and not a lot of it. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again, my bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. 
Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. We are back with you, possibly never even left you. Lately, yeah, a lot of people are not getting commercials. I, 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 was, telling, I was telling you, Panther, the other day, I got a notification from uh, Red Circle. That's where we post the show uh, to expect less commercials in, in Q1, in the first quarter, because a lot of advertisers are, you know, kind of holding on to their purse strings for the first quarter to see how their businesses are doing before they start spending money especially money on podcasts, especially money on sports betting podcasts. So more than likely, you you might not be getting these commercial breaks in the middle. If you do, I hope it's something good. You know, I've been getting a community college around here and I'm thinking, should I go back to school? You know, I I got my I got my degree already and it was it was useless. My degree was in history. Completely fucking useless. At least Panther, at least you doing a sports betting podcast your college degree means a little bit more. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, I, I, had that, I had that short interim of, of owning my own arena football team. Uh, I've done some coaching, but otherwise, a uh, truck driver with a sports management and marketing degree is not very going, not going very far for me. I t- Listen, I, I don't know if I've told you this again. In the corporate world, you know, there's this prerequisite to have a college degree. And I basically told my HR department, I, I don't want that prerequisite on any of the job descriptions for my team. Don't fucking care. Do not care if you got a college degree or not. In fact, I would rather hire someone that has worked retail or someone that has like bus tables at a fucking restaurant. Someone who has dealt with shit in this world, you know, <laughs> just dealt with the fucking worst people of the world. Because I know that they've got fucking grit and metal, and they'll fucking do whatever it takes to learn and be good at their fucking jobs, and you know, and 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 be loyal and like really fucking like run through a wall for us if we need them to, you know. Those are the type of people that I hire, not just someone with a stupid fucking history degree that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing, like I was. Anyway, uh, NBA, Mister Sex Panther, dude, what do we got? Four games to talk about? One, two, three, four. Are are you betting them all? Bet them all. Let's let's bet them all. We're going to talk about them all anyway. So I'm going to bet them all. The L.A. Lakers are going to Boston, take on your Celtics. Anthony Davis sat out the last game 
Uh, he's finally nursing an injury that's causing him problems. LeBron is up and down. I mean, he's big. I listen, we shit on LeBron, but you look at his numbers for the season. I mean, these are 25-year-old LeBron James numbers. The guy is playing out of his mind at 38, 39. I don't even know how old he is, 40 years old. It's unbelievable what this guy does, an absolute freak of nature. But if there's no Anthony Davis, and by going by this line, I'm thinking there might not be, Lakers don't stand a chance. I'm going to lay the 10 and a half and take your Celtics for 10 bucks. I mean, I got the Celtics winning this game by seven. Um, but yeah, if, if there's no Anthony Davis, I mean, this could easily be 10 or 11. Uh, I hit on the Clippers yesterday. That was a big line. Big lines have been hitting this year. You know, big lines have been hitting if the parameters are right. And I say if the parameters are right because I looked at that Milwaukee Bucks game and Portland game yesterday, and I was like, oh, hell no. Not <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no. Um, so maybe the Celtics cover this one. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to lean the Lakers. Like, I Listen, I think you're right. I think they could do it. Um. But I, I only got them winning by seven here. So just just a, a, a lean on the Lakers. All right. The next game we're going to talk about the Pacers going to New York, take on the Knicks, who are without Julius Randle um, for a good chunk of time here. The Pacers have gotten healthy. Halliburton's back. I'm confused by this line. This this line is sus. I got to be honest. I'm getting the Pacers plus three and a half. I think the Pacers win this game outright. I know they're not a great road team, but Without Julius Randle, I don't love the Knicks as much as we've loved them in the past. I will take the Pacers for 10 bucks. I don't know when Julius Randle went down with an injury. I'd have to check. But the Knicks have won eight games in a row. They are the hottest team in the NBA right now. Uh, Jalen Brunson playing out of his fucking mind. I I, I can't completely throw the Knicks aside here, but I'm leaning the Pacers with you with the points. I, I do think Indiana... This new iteration of Indiana is is a dangerous team to break this Knicks winning streak here, but I couldn't quite bet it. So just a lean on the Pacers. All right, next game up, the Cleveland Cavaliers going to Memphis, take on the Grizzle. You know, the Grizzle were really, really like Detroit bad when they didn't have John Morant the first time. They shown what they can be with John Morant, and now they don't have John Morant again. This time, they're not as bad. They've won some games. They've been competitive. Um, and, and they maybe could even be competitive here. I don't love Cleveland on the road. Like, I never. I don't care if it's Detroit or San Antonio. I never love Cleveland on the road. But I think they're the better team, and they should be able to handle the grizzle. I'll take the Cavs minus the 5.5 for 10 bucks. Oh, dude, best we're getting a six and a half here, unfortunately. We're going to have to eat a little bit of chalk, but I, I don't care. I'm betting this one. This is the one game that I'm absolutely on. Uh, just moved to seven in a bunch of books, so I'm going to lock this in. Vegas is agreeing here. Uh, I think I, Cavs, after the Knicks, Cavs second hottest team in the NBA right now. So I think they get it done today. Uh, a $10 bet on Cleveland. All right, last game up, the Philadelphia 76ers are in Utah. This has been a horrible, like, death sentence road trip for the 76ers. They've lost four in a row. They've lost Joel Embiid, 
but who knows how long he's going to be out. And they're going against a Utah team that is pretty fucking good, especially at home. This is a playoff team. I hate eating four and a half, but without Embiid, it's just too much for Tyrese Maxey and you know Tobias Harris. It's just too much. They, they can't do it. I like the Jazz. Ten bucks on the Jazz. Yeah, I'll lean Utah with you, so that'll be the DJ parlay. At least closes us out there. Um, I man, it's this is going to be something to see what happens with Embiid and his knee. You know, he was already kind of banged up, and now um, uncertainty around the potential MVP. MVP might be off the table now. He doesn't hit sixty-five games. MVP could be off the table. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, more support lean on the Jazz, which means our DJ parlay. Uh, will be the Pacers, the Cavs, and the Jazz, and that'll pay five ninety seven on this Thursday. Sex Panther, take us home. All right, I'll take us home. Right after this, we got to welcome a new DJ, Sam Blam. Ah, are you Black Betty's husband? I, I, you know, I don't know how many people get the reference. You got to if you don't get the reference, I don't know what to do with you. I miss a lot of references, but this one's pretty fucking good. Sam Lamb, welcome to the Degeneracy. Glad you joined our Discord. He's in the asylum. He can shoot the shit with us just like everybody else. Come on in and call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.